0: Well, good afternoon, everyone. Darren Saul here, your host of Playing With Perspective. Very excited today. I've got a guest all the way from Boise, Idaho, even though his background is of the beach. How are you doing, Jeff?
1: I'm doing fantastic. (laughs) Doing fantastic.
0: Thank you very much for coming on the show. And, you know, we welcome you from the other side of the world.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I was actually there right before uh, pre-COVID, so. <laughs> oh,
0: how cool. Well done. Yeah. I'm going to get over to the, that end one day. <laughs> but um, Jeff is here all the way from Boise, Idaho, as I mentioned. And today we're going to be chatting about how to find your soulmate in 120 days or less. <laughs> so Jeff Kroll is an international business consultant, best-selling author, and a certified high performance coach with over 25,000 plus hours of empowering clients in breaking through their limiting beliefs so they can live their ideal life. He is the author of a best selling book, The Fifth Power for Relationships Five Key Secrets to Finding Your Soulmate. His purpose in life is through integrity, fun, and happiness. He empowers others to live an extraordinary life beyond their beliefs. So that they live a life of endless possibilities so welcome again jeff really excited to have a chat about you know these five powers mm-hmm. we had a bit of a chat before the show and i'm really excited to get into that but maybe give us a little bit of a snapshot as to you know who you are and how did you fall into this line of work and just you know a bit more of your backstory
1: yeah sure so uh so, uh, like you said, I'm an international business coach and I, I actually coached quite a few clients there in uh, Australia, yeah, great. everywhere from, uh, <laughs> on, on all sides of Australia, so wow. all the way from Perth to, to Sydney and so on. So, uh, um, but basically I was a coach and I was coaching business owners and, uh, and then one day my, uh, my client in Sydney, uh, was struggling on uh, his business. and you know I was helping them find ideal clients, like the best clients that are out there. And uh, and when he got on the phone with me, he was frustrated. he felt depressed. He felt like, hey, I should just sell my business and move on. And uh, I remember getting on the phone thinking, no, why are you thinking that? What's going on? What's going on here? It's just something that was just not like him like he was usually. And uh, I remember just telling him, Oh, you can do this. You're you're smarter than me. You can make this happen. <laughs> and I was like, may, I mean, if if you could if I could just drop ship me in Sydney and find an ideal client in less than 30 days, I said, you should be able to find two, three, four. And uh, and I remember him just stopping and going, Well, then Jeff, what would you do? tell me, you know, and I went through these five steps of what to do. Cool. And as soon as I got done, he was like excited. He was motivated. His energy was up. He was alive and ready to get, get to work and hung up on the phone. And I remember just looking in the mirror and thinking to myself, wow, that that was some good advice. (laughs) Right. (laughs)
0: And
1: and And then I had that second thing that we've all probably gone through, which is like, I should probably take that advice for myself. Yeah, yeah, I do that all the time.
0: What is it that I said the other day? What did I coach? What did I teach? I better start applying that to
1: me. (laughs) It's like, and that's what happened. You know, I was like, man, you know, and and I just got present that in relationships that that's how I was being just like him. I felt like it was hopeless. I felt frustrated with the dating process. I felt, you know, all these things were there and deep down inside, I knew I still really wanted it. Like nice. I would tell them, oh yeah, when it comes, it comes. Or, you know, when I meet the right person, the timing will be right. Yeah. I'd say all these things, but deep down inside, it was like, no, I really, really wanted it. I just didn't want to tell people that. Love it. And, uh, <laughs> and so anyhow, I had this epiphany right then. And so I just decided to follow my own advice you know, and I went through these five steps, which I now call my fifth power formula. Nice. Um, I didn't call it that there. I was just giving them the five steps at the time. <laughs> and then uh, and I went through and I went through that. And uh, I basically went on 43 dates wow. in 120 days <laughs> to find my beautiful wife, who I've now been married to for almost 14 years here in a okay. few more days. Um, and, uh, you know, we have four kids and, you know, none of that would have happened if I just didn't, if like, I just didn't have that awareness yeah. at that and moment when I was looking you did at the work, here, which blows decided me away.
0: to do the work.
1: I, I just decided, I was just like, okay, I'm going to just do this. And the crazy part is um, I didn't use any apps Right. That was going to be
0: my next question. I said, did you do anything
1: like that? I literally, all the dates that I went on were all by introductions from my community. Wow! I believe in, you know, the, I don't know, call it the six degrees of separation, you know, but basically I knew that my soulmate was around me. I just didn't know, like, how is it that you can attract your soulmate? And it was the same way I was teaching clients on how to uh, business clients on how to attract their best clients. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and then
1: the funny part is, you know, usually for them, they wanted to have, you know, 10, 20, 30, 50, hundred clients. Yeah. Right. And I only need one soulmate. <laughs>
0: yeah. And here's a question. I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of people and a lot of coaches are probably thinking this right now, when you decided to embark on that process Did you know yourself what you were looking for or you had to actually sit down and map that out for yourself?
1: Well, I learned a long time ago is before you map out, and this is an important factor because this is a big mistake that people make all the time. Before you map out what it is that you're looking for and who you are looking for, Mm -hmm. you need to reset your mindset and your beliefs to be in alignment to attracting whatever you create as that soulmate or yep. ideal partner or however you want to describe it i call it soulmate but yep. she was the woman of my dreams and my ideal partner yeah, you know yeah. my significant other however that is right
0: <laughs> so you got to have you got to be ready regardless of what it is you want to attract you got to be ready to even put out the right energy to attract any anybody
1: Yeah, I mean, because we're a body of energy, right? I mean, everything we do is energy. And I think most people don't realize that, right? I mean, we're we're literally a body, and then it becomes, you know, our organs, right? And then inside our organs are cells, and inside our cells are atoms, and inside atoms are energy. So that's who we are. We're an energy field. You know, and you're either activating those, those cells and those, those atoms and, and really attracting that, or you're not. Right. And so, uh, I really had to reset my mindset first, and then I created, uh, what I called my top five qualities and attributes and care and characteristics, uh, that I was looking for and got really good at communicating those so that people would know exactly like this is exactly who he's looking for. And then literally introductions were coming to me just in crazy places too. I remember one time I was actually talking to my buddy at Starbucks. (laughs) So that's big here in in the United States. I know it's not so big there.
0: (laughs) We we, we own a Starbucks.
1: Everybody's had a
0: Starbucks coffee at some point.
1: Yeah. So, but, um, So anyhow, I was just chalking in line and, you know, he's like, well, what are you up to? And I told him I'm looking for my soulmate and, you know, I went through my top five qualities and next (laughs) thing you know, I had this lady tap me on the back. She's like, I'm sorry. I was listening into your conversation. (laughs) Uh, You know, I think I know who your soulmate is. Can I introduce you to her? Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) How cool is that? You know, but that's the energy, right? That's the yep. vibration that you're giving out that creates that. And uh-huh. I think the more you're you're able to uh, like really focus in on that and utilize that, the faster your results are, yep. you know, yep. so.
0: Well, you've given me a great tip. I'm going to start going to Starbucks more often now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Jeff, before we get into your five superpowers, what are... Other, I mean, we mentioned a couple of things, but what do you think are the main stumbling blocks that hold people back from finding their soulmate?
1: Um, they, they, there's a, quite a few that show up, but there's three major ones I like to say, and I call them the three deadly and invisible forces. Wow, okay. You know, so these are the three most common that I always bump into when people get stopped at achieving their goals. Yep and especially in finding your soulmate. And uh, awesome. the first one is is what I like to call doing it all on your own. Mm. So it's kind of being that lone wolf and trying to do everything and live your whole life all by yourself in this little mindset that you don't share with others, right? Yep. And a little cocoon. And yeah, you're just, you're, you're basically, you know, like trying to find your soulmate secretly. Yeah. Right. You're on all these dating apps. You're jumping from one thing to the next thing yep. you're trying, you know, speed dating, you're trying matchmaking, you're trying dating services, you're trying the newest app you're, yep. you know, and you're just bouncing all over and take it. You're really trying like yep. you're, you're really working hard. And these are the people that typically experience the sense of being frustrated, burned out. You know, they find themselves going up and down, right? Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to find that person. And then next week, it's like, forget it. I'm just I'm done with it. I'm over it. Not going to do it anymore. And then. You know, a week later or a month later or three months later, it's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm back. I gotta find that person. I'm really I really want them, you know. Love it. And they just go through that roller coaster type thing. So okay. that's that would be the first one where people get stopped and they 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 go up and down with that. yeah so, And they do
0: and they do it alone, as you say. They're not sharing yeah, it and, with right.
1: They're the not community. telling people. They're not telling because they're afraid typically to look bad. They're afraid to fail. Yeah, yeah. Um. They're afraid that if they shared that with others, then they'll think something's wrong with them. Yeah. Yeah. And you right? just highlighted
0: a great point. I mean, you were in Starbucks, and you t- and your friend said, "What are you up to?" And you said, "I'm looking for my soulmate." And if you didn't do that, if you didn't share that, that woman wouldn't have tapped you on the shoulder. So yeah. I would have, have said, "Yeah, yeah
1: I'm, I'm doing well. I'm yeah, doing good, good. You know, I'm doing my work. I'm doing great, this. I'm doing you that." Know, yeah just went and played sand volleyball on. I'm, I'm yeah. good. I, you know, having so fun. Really good point. Living like life. I'm living life, buddy. Yeah. You know, and it's so vague, right. Yeah. That definitely she would have never tapped me on the shoulder. Right. Yeah. So now take it. Go. That wasn't my, my wife. She didn't introduce me to I. but that would have been a great story.
0: Yeah, it would have been a great story, <laughs> uh, but, but it's a perfectly valid point. It makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah. And so, uh, so that, that's the first one. The second one is what I call naysayers. Mm. So this is basically your family, friends, coworkers, the people around you. Um, they say little comments, right? That actually really, I would say most of them don't really permanently want to stop you. You know, they're that like purposely yep. saying it, yep. right? They're just saying these little comments like, you know, why don't you just do this? Yeah. Or, you know, I can't believe you broke up with that person. They were really good. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you know, maybe if you stop doing this, then you would be able to find your soulmate. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, and they say all these little teeny comments, you know, to the point where it wouldn't be such a big deal if internally you weren't already thinking all these limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you might be saying, well, I'm not good enough or I'm not successful enough or I'm not, you know, beautiful enough or handsome enough or. I don't make enough money or, you know, how, you know, I don't have a home or, you know, I'm I'm not set for the future. You know, all these things that you say to yourself internally, which are limiting beliefs, Mm -hmm. like they truly aren't true, but we've, created this in our head yep. that they are true and then when your family and colleagues and friends say these little teeny comments you just go oh yeah see that oh. matches up it's reinforcing with my limiting but be- my belief so it must be true yes. so yes i will stop i'm not gotcha. gonna do anything Gotcha. Or, right? you'll,
0: or you'll subconsciously self-sabotage
1: or you'll sabotage it right yeah exactly but it ends up with the same result which is not on the path of really finding your soulmate yep. right gotcha. and i think that's another major one and uh that shows up that most of my clients like when you ask the right questions they'll they'll come up and just literally start to say all these things and it's like well how did that happen you know and it and it's sure enough it's grounded in some sort of limiting belief that's right wow. there.
0: wow amazing awesome yeah and, and number the, three,
1: and then number three would be um this one is is interesting because it's it's something that that typically shows up for people. And and so when you have trying to do it all on your own, mm-hmm. right? And then you have naysayers, then the biggest thing in today's world is distractions, right? So I like to call this shiny object syndrome. I was
0: just about to say that one, the shiny object syndrome. Right.
1: You know, and it's just like, you know, in today's world, it's harder than ever, you know, because there's so many shiny objects of new apps, right? There's so many social medias that are coming out and been out that you go through. And, you know, there's so many email bells and notifications and you're handling this cell phone, you know, around you all time. And, You know, there's so many things and all those things just distract you and you find yourself just going through the flow, bouncing from one thing to the next thing with nothing really focused on exactly what you really want, like finding your soulmate, you know? And so that, that tends to, you know, for people that are single, that tends to have them one, not do anything to find their soulmate and they just pray and wait in hopes that that person's going to show up. Yeah. Right. And uh, and then the second thing is they just follow people like, oh, yeah, I'm going to this club or I'm going to this bar. Why don't you come with me? Or, you know, hey, there's this. Okay, sure. Why not? You know, there's no actual plan. Yeah. It's all this activity without any strategy. None none whatsoever. And I think that's a major thing that's out there is no strategy. Right. Like. You know, I mean, if you ask successful people how they found their soulmate, usually it was by accident, right? It was like, well, I was at this event. I just bumped into this person. I wasn't even expecting it. And lo and behold, we were a good fit and we've lived happily ever after, right? And some people find online, I mean, like online isn't too bad, but the problem is it's like still a needle in the haystack,
0: Yep, you know?
1: And and I always think the divorce rate is so high, especially here in the US. I'm not quite sure in, in yeah. Australia, but I mean it's like worse than fifty percent, you wow. know, for first year marriage. I think over forty years, like a combined of the last forty years, the US is sixty-seven percent. That you are going to have your divorce in the first year.
0: Oh my God. That's incredible. Last I
1: checked, that's a D, right? Almost an F. Crazy numbers, right? So a D and and an F means either I'm not studying right, (laughs) right? Wow. Or the process of how they're teaching me this definitely sucks. That's really surprising to me. I would have, you know, I understand those numbers, but in the first year that, and that's over 40 years, like a and and take it, it's gotten better. Like, I think we're at like 50% now. Right. Right. So, but you know, I mean, still 50, 50 is still versus 37% is still a terrible statistic. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and especially when it's someone you're going to spend the rest of your life with, it's like, and then and then here's the funny part by year two those rates get worse oh so if you go God. if you get a divorce and then you get into a second relationship and get married there's even more chance that that's that going to get divorced
0: oh you and mean if you in get, your second marriage
1: in your second marriage oh and if you God. go to your third marriage it's even worse oh than God. the first one and the second <laughs> one so, So that's why I say your beliefs are such a key aspect inside of it, because all you're doing is you're the common denominator in these relationships, and you're just carrying those same limiting beliefs, and that's why it gets worse and worse every time, is because you're you're confirming these things for yeah. every relationship you know, you're living this self-fulfilling prophecy you totally yeah. are and yeah. most of the time it's unconscious right yeah, like if you're on autopilot and you have no clue that this is happening yeah. in the background and if they were videotaping you and you had to watch yourself like some sort of a, you know a reality wow. show you would be like why is that guy doing that <laughs>
0: crazy jeff wow that's crazy i mean those numbers freak me out but i mean really good stuff because it leads us to really think about what we're doing and put a strategy together you know with a premeditated strategy that's forethought with self-awareness so we know how to achieve what we want to achieve and we can change those patterns as well and just i suppose to um recap for everybody these five key powers that we're going to talk about are not only applicable to dating or your love life, they're applicable to business,
1: your life in general and everything else. Is that right? Yeah. It's, it's all about achieving a goal, right? Awesome. It's all about achieving a goal. And, you know, the the soulmate thing just happened for me in 120 days. Yeah. So I, I I thought that, and here's the funny part. I thought that was an extraordinary number, right? Right. Yeah. And, and to tell you the truth, I didn't plan on 120 days. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, I, 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 and he, oh, this is something I did. I call it the commitment push. Right. And basically I purchased two fully paid cruise tickets oh. for me and the woman of my dreams <laughs> before I started asking and going out on dates. No okay? way. And I did this in March. And the cruise wasn't until New Year's because I thought, well, I would find the woman that I'm going to marry, Yep. right? We'd go on this cruise at the end of the year and celebrate the new year and start creating our future for the, the future, right? And, um, and I would tell people, we'd be sipping daiquiris at the deck of this cruise, and this would be the woman I'm going to marry. I and I call it the commitment push because it's something that you're committing yourself to doing in the future. That's a reward. Most of the time, you do negative things or whatever. I love rewards. Like you're really celebrating the result of your goal. I right? love that. That's pretty. And public. so I did that. But here's <laughs> the funny part: is I thought I had till the end of the year until the ticket lady said you're going to the Caribbean, you need a passport, we need to know who's leaving the country. Uh, So I need a name, you know? And I'm like, well, when's the latest? (laughs) And of course she said, well, it's like in end of August, which was like 160 days out. And I was like, okay. I'll do it. And then I, I didn't realize until I was like, man, that's not too far away. I better get an action. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. And you did it in 120 days or 160? I did it and I did it in 120 days. And, uh, and then, um, and, but then I started coaching people and man, they, they hate it. I've got people that it much faster than me oh and God. less dates. Like they didn't have to go on all the dates that I went on. I feel like I'm a loser by doing that. <laughs> That's
0: <laughs> fantastic, Jeff. I love that. So tell us how you did it. What are your five key
1: powers? Yeah. So, so there's five core, uh, I call it the fifth power formula yeah. and these secret powers are all in order However, I start with the fifth power first, Mm -hmm. because that's the one that's intertwined in the other four powers all together. Like it's really the circle of everything that needs to happen. And the fifth power is really uh, your mindset, right? It's about creating the right mindset and setting the right intentions so that you show up being present in the moment And it's, it's, um, it's like sending the right vibrations to the world to attract. So we know like magnets connect, right? And I can either flip the magnet over and detract with the wrong vibration, or I can turn it over and connect with the right one. And so That's what my fifth power is all about. And, you know, I have a whole step on how do you look at those limiting beliefs? How do you reframe them? How do you reprogram them in your mindset? Because most of the time, our limiting beliefs, we have hundreds and hundreds of them. We don't, we probably say some of them most often, and they're probably connected to a lot of those hundred ones that are behind it. But if you just reprogram your top, Five most common limiting beliefs. You'd be surprised how much you can change. Not only your, you know, finding your soulmate, but it, it transforms your work. It transforms your health. Transforms everything. Absolutely. So that's that's the first power that has to be done. Like I said earlier, you have to change that mindset before you start to figure out who you're looking for. Awesome.
0: And kind of when you mentioned before that you bought those cruise tickets, not to, you know. Uh, tell everybody to go buy cruise tickets but when you set yourself that goal and you 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 set yourself that end date that kind of in a way um, aligns your mindset in the right direction
1: yeah and 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 definitely yeah with a specific date you know like i thought i had the date at the end of the year but then when i had to realign it earlier you know your mind knows how to judge that thinking, Oh, well, we really, really got, this is important. They're really saying, I got to get to work now. Let's go. I got to get to work in here. You know, (laughs) let's reshape these mindsets and let's get this, let's get this woman for Jeff. You know, you know, your mind really does want to succeed. The, The key is, is it's also looking to survive. And so it looks to its limiting beliefs in order to survive versus looking to your what i call your fifth power beliefs right looking to thrive in life yeah. and so those are the, the the core things that that are in the first power which which nice. is crucial awesome so mindset number one number yeah. five but really number one exactly exactly it's it's funny in my book i asked i also do ch- in chapters and it's like let's start with the fifth power first <laughs>
0: Yeah. why not let's shake it up <laughs>
1: And then the second one is uh, the power of clarity and focus. So this is where you really start to identify who is that person. And I really walk you through a step-by-step way on how to identify it. It's not just about creating a big, long list. You really need to know, like for yourself, like what are the human drivers for you that drive you? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, what are the core characters, you know, uh, attributes, values, that are there for you, because most of the time you can find everything else you want inside of those things. And, and this is the foundation piece that I was telling you about. I think this is the core thing of why divorces happen, you know, is because if the foundation has cracks in it, right. Meaning the characters isn't there that, The attributes aren't there. The values aren't there. The qualities the synergy are not, there. Is
0: not right or whatever.
1: It, the synergy is not right. But all those things, when if you start the relationship that way, right, eventually you're going to build a second story or a third story or a fourth story. And that foundation is not going to be able to hold it. Yep. And it's going to come crumbling down and you're going to be right in the middle of the doors. And I think that's exactly what it is. But if you've built the right foundation, then you know that everything can be adjusted and fixed and, you know, worked out uh, because you you know you have the right qualities on the other person. They don't give up, you don't give up and you work out whatever you need to. And, uh, you know, we all have that in our relationships. I've had that in my relationships you know where it comes it, but at least i know the foundations there to have that conversation
0: these are just so minor course. tweaks not major cracks
1: exactly exactly it's like you know the roof uh, is too old so we need to replace it no big deal yep. right it has nothing to do with the whole house coming down yeah so. <laughs> that's right i like <laughs> it nice so that's the second one and then uh, there's the power of asking and community Now, this one is really important because this is the sixth degree of separation. I think most people don't ask for what they really want, although there's that phrase in the Bible, right? It says, ask and you shall receive, right? You know, but most people just don't ask. And the main reason they don't ask is they feel like, you know, that people don't want to help them. When if they just ask themselves, you know, if someone came to you and said, hey, do you think you could help me out? You know, I don't need money. I don't need anything. I'm just, uh, this is what I'm looking for. Yep. You think nice. if, you, if you bump into that, you could just give me a call, right? Yep. You and, know? yep. And you'd probably be surprised at how many people will do it. And exactly, exactly. And so I think that's things that most people don't do is they're not vulnerable enough to share with what they really, really want. They're trying to hide it inside. That kind of goes back to that first thing that stops people doing it on, on their own, right? Versus asking their community. Yep. And so uh, so that's another major one. And then the planning and preparation. This is like, for me, like in, in dating, it's really about going on the dates, yep. right? Like how do you make an extraordinary dating experience, <laughs> right? And in a way where it's engaging enough for you to go deep into the qualities, attributes, and values to really find out, is there a connection and is there chemistry or simpatico there for you to really connect for the long run or not? And you can do this very, very quickly. I mean, literally there is, I think I went on 32 first dates and 43 total. So I had some second dates there, right? But on the most part, I was, I was clear at the end of that date. Yeah. She's a fit. She's not a fit. And it was okay with that. Right. But these were
0: mainly due to how you questioned or was it the type of date that you set up or was it observation or a bit of everything?
1: It was, it was literally, I mean, it was literally the type of date that I created. Gotcha. So it was the experience. My thought was, okay, I'm going out on a date. I already know this person is looking for their soulmate, right? Because I, I I literally knew about them before they we have to went on a date. Sure. So I knew that they were interested in that. I know I'm interested in that. So how can I leave that person with value, even if I'm the wrong fit? Wow! I like so it. that was the mindset that I always wanted to have: was how do I make this an amazing date? So even if I'm not an eye fit, they've learned something to the point about themselves or about what they want so that they too would be better off in the future. Wow. it's really right? impressive. What were so what, what I,
0: one or two things that you did? What, what, what were one or two styles of dates that you created?
1: Um, I, I think one of the big thing is I call it uh, some sort of value experience that you have to do. Mm-hmm. So my value experience was, uh, that, uh, that famous book, you know, the five languages of love, right? So that's the conversational piece of value that I wanted to deliver to the other person on the date, whether we are connected or not. Yep. So I would just say, have you seen the book? Have you read the book? If they said yes, I would say fantastic. Which one are you? Let's talk about it. Nice. If they said no, I would explain all core, uh, all five of the love languages, talk about my life, ask them about their life cool. I like and that. just have that interaction around yeah. that so that we would get to know each other from, from more of the lens of the five love languages versus the regular Interview type questions. Yeah. What do you do? How to long to you do. been here, et, cetera, et cetera. You know, it, all that stuff, right? Because you okay. didn't want to make it an interview because that's typically what most first dates are, that's right. you know. And if you have these kind of conversations, you can get vulnerable very quickly in some of these conversations because all the walls come down and it's much easier. To have real conversations and you'll know immediately, like, yep, she's the one, or nope, she's not the one. I love it. Right. Uh, and vice versa. Right. For right. the women, I've teach women the same way, and they're clear with men. It's like, yeah, he's not really ready. Yep, he's definitely not gonna commit. Yep, he's definitely, you know, not looking for the long-term relationship, he's looking for the short-term thing. Yep. Right?
0: Okay, awesome. I love the way you set that up because you built a whole framework in place to allow you both to explore more important um, aspects and deeper foundational concepts rather than just the boring, you know, what do you do? What car do you drive? Yeah, etc. Et exactly. Et cetera. And, and, I, this, I, and like I teach that?
1: people talk either about a book or an article or something that they're, they've are they learned yeah. that they can pass on that would be of value to someone that's looking to find that special person. So, love it. and then uh, the last one is the power of action and reflection, because you got to take action, got to be on the court. You know, you can't be sitting in the stands watching the game. You got to be in the game dating, right? And this is the piece that most people forget is actually going out on lots of dates, (laughs) you know, right? You can't become a professional if you don't actually do repetition of the same thing over and over. You got to put in 10,000 hours. Yeah, exactly. The cool part is, is you don't need half of that in order to find your soulmate. Thank God (laughs) (laughs) Thank God for that. Because you're only looking for one, right? (laughs) That's right. right.
0: (laughs) And And, and, um, as you mentioned, reflection, probably a really important
1: yeah. Reflection is always, I, I like to make it really simple. It's just, what were the two things that worked well? And what's the one thing you can improve on? Yeah. So, and that, and that's really all I I have people journal at the end of their dates is what worked really well. And uh, you know, uh, what's one thing you can work on. And then I also rate their dates. I, I just say, just put on a scale from one to 10, if it's an eight, nine and 10, was yep. it worth you going out on the second date? Or if not, then don't even bother and really have that real heart to heart conversation with them so that, you know, one, it's not awkward in the future. And two, that, you know, you're not leading them on saying, yeah, I'll call you and not call them and, yep. you know, exactly. putting all that negative karma out instead of actually, you know, putting the positive karma out there to find your soulmate. That's so true.
0: And I suppose in this process, when you do the action and reflection in particular, you probably learn more about how to judge better for the next date, if that's going to work or not. So exactly. You, you, and I found out I was a very,
1: exactly. And I was, a, I found out I'm a very slow learner. With that. <laughs> I had to take a lot of dates, especially after I've helped people do it even faster and, you know, 60, yep. and 90 and a hundred days, you, you know, I started to realize, man, how'd you do that with so little of dates? Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Well, I mean, that's kind of, that's a great
0: um, segue into, I'd love to hear a story, of, you know, with one of your clients, not mentioning any names, yeah. you know, maybe someone that's really gone through the process and was just, Astounded by the result in a short period of time. I'd love to hear the, the story behind that. Have you got one sure. to
1: share with us? <laughs> sure. Uh so I like to tell the story uh, uh how about my first client, which sure. is great. great. <laughs> um, so uh so my first client, uh Chris, he came to me and he's like, uh, Jeff, I'd like to hire you as a coach. And I was like, Yeah, sure. Let's get together, let's go through it, you know. And and uh he said, Uh, so we got together and I was like, okay, so what's the goal you're trying to get accomplished? And he's like, well, I'm looking for my soulmate, you know, and I know you found yours. I've heard your story and it's just exactly everything that I want. I've seen you with your wife and I just, it's the same experience I want and, And at the time I wasn't a dating coach. Right. (laughs) So I was thinking, Oh, he wants, he wants me to be a business coach. Right. And sure enough, (laughs) you know, I was like, I guess I could do that because at the time I was writing the book. Right. um, Because uh, too many people said you got to write a book to that story and i fought that for so many so many reasons i don't like to read yeah. you know i listen to audiobooks, but i won't read yeah. a book i'm like you i'm exactly the same <laughs> yeah. let alone i don't feel like i'm i my my english is so great so it's like i definitely don't like writing you know there's all these negative things and yeah. then i realized that i was just being stingy by not sharing my story And so finally I just did it. And I made. and and at the time I was doing it right then when it it doesn't surprise me, now that I say this, my mindset was so much into writing a book. I probably just automatically attracted him and had no clue about
0: it. Probably will that scenario. I'm I'm sure it happened.
1: Right. So we said six months, I said, yeah, let's set a six months, you know, because I was thinking, Six months is probably close. They probably do it after my time frame, you know? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and uh, and so we did that and, and we started with these limiting beliefs and I started working them through my fifth power formula. And automatically he started getting more clarity, more confidence. Uh, and he started to say, well, I think I know who she is. Now that we've kind of done this and I've written everything out, you know, and I said, well, let's, let's start going on dates. And he went on three or four dates. And then, and then we started talking about his list. I make it, I have him make a list of like all the people in their community. And he started to realize, he's like, I actually think I went out on the date with the one that fits all of this. Oh, and he didn't even know. And he didn't even know it. And I said, well, who is it? And, you know, and so he went back and he, I said, just call her. I said, maybe she's single still.
0: Yeah.
1: I said, who knows? It's worth you going out on a date to find out based off what you know now and who you are now and, and what you're up to. And sure enough, he did and he called me the next day and it's like, Jeff, she's definitely the one.
0: Oh my God. And how long and, did that uh, whole process take?
1: And the, <laughs> that was like uh, in 60, I think it was like 62 days or something oh, like that. So and, halved uh, your record. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so, uh, and I was like, well, I guess there's no point for the other four months of coaching. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And oh, so it was,
1: it was so funny. I was just like, yeah, we, I don't need to charge you for the other four months. Cause I was just charging them monthly yep. and I didn't really think about it, you know? And so, uh, but it was great. It was, it was great. And so they've been, he's been married for 10, over 10 years now, awesome. you know, with a few kids. And it's just like, I mean, You know, he was a successful business owner that had very little time to date, didn't want to go through all the hassles and all that other stuff. And, and I told him, I said, if they don't meet your qualities, you just don't go out on a date with them. And, you know, he was just like, okay, I can do that. And sure enough, but here's the thing that was unique about him, because I always tell this with people is he was consistent and he was persistent on following this formula and doing the actual homework. Like he was 100% every day had blocked off time and said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to get this done. And he showed up to the coaching calls, like prepare Jeff, I did this. I did this. Here's what I learned. Here's where I'm stuck. These are my questions. Like he was really committed Versus some people, they're just kind of thinking I got some magic wand that I can just whip around and say, whoop, there she is. Yep. And it's like, no, you really got to do the work. Yep. Absolutely.
0: You as a coach, you're facilitating the change within them. and yeah. So they have to be committed and they have to be willing to do the work. Yeah,
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Wow, that's a great story. 60 days. I love it. Well done, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, that's been absolutely fantastic uh, to discuss this with you. It's been, you know, really eye-opening and I've had a, 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 so much fun doing it and I hope the audience has really enjoyed it as well. But how do people get in contact with you if um, they want to find out a bit more about your services?
1: Well, for your guests, I've got something super, super special, So uh, I asked my wife the other day, like, what is something I can really give someone like that's the best value? And she said it would be your time. And so I will give anyone that any of your listeners, you know, the time to really walk through their goals and what they're focused on and whatever limiting beliefs is in the way and help them find their soulmate or build their business or whatever it is and they should just go to, uh, my website at HPX call.com. And, uh, I think, I think I sent that to you. So you yes. have it. I'll, I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. Yeah. Really. hpxcall.com And, uh, that's my high performance exit, <laughs> right? Call.com. Nice. Nice. And, uh, and definitely I will spend time with you. And it's a truly a value call. Like I'm not going to be some sales pitch. It's literally, let's get clarity on this. Let's get to work on this. It'd be no difference in my first session that I would do with anyone exactly. that paid me. Yep. And, uh, and at the end of that, you'll be clear if, you know, if, if in the future you did want to work with me or not, if not, I believe what comes around goes around and, the more I give, the more, uh, the more difference I make to the world.
0: So true. I love that. I, I agree with that philosophy myself. Well, Jeff, that's absolutely fantastic. Is there anything that you want to leave us with before we finish up?
1: Um, I think the only other thing I would leave you with is, I didn't even know you're going to ask me this, but I want to show you this. <laughs> here we go. Inside my wallet, I keep a picture here. Love it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, There you go. Now we can see it. Beautiful. There it is. On the cruise ship. It's the cruise ship of me and my wife sipping daiquiris, right? Just like I said, I took that picture without her knowing. I was just like, I got to have some pictures of us having daiquiris because she didn't know the story at that time, right? Oh, wow, that's great. (laughs) And I guess the, the thing I'll leave you is you can really create anything that you want by changing your thinking. Yep. And following my fifth power formula, and uh-huh. I truly believe in that. And uh, you know, so so change your thinking. You know, get into action. You know, put yourself on the court, and uh, you know, let me let me support you however I can. Sensational,
0: awesome, Jeff. And you know, as we mentioned before, those five powers are able to be used in any facet of your life, any goal that you want to achieve. Well, well done, Jeff. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. I'm sure the audience has as well. I'm going to put all the notes in the uh, in the no- in the show notes for the podcast, so people can access your site and everything else, and your book, and make sure they get that exploratory call with you, that first session. So everybody out there, please thank Jeff, and I uh, hope you've had a great podcast, and we'll see you very very soon for episode 142. Thanks again, Jeff. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. My pleasure, man. Thanks again.